Welcome to the Humans and Earth podcast. We bring you inspiration and practical resources for healing our planet and ourselves. It's time for soulful contributions that regenerate life on Earth. I'm Shara Arman, a thought leader and teacher who believes we're ready to renew Earth and heal ourselves in the process. You can find our work online at humansandearth.com and on Instagram at School Humans Earth. I'd love for you to be on our newsletter list and receive our updates on Instagram. Please share our work at the School for Humans and Earth with anyone you think might be interested and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast so that we can include more and more people in the regeneration revolution that I believe is happening on planet Earth. Welcome to today's episode. Hello everyone, I'm coming to you today with an update on the Humans and Earth podcast and an explanation of why from here on out I will be doing all of my work as Shara Arman instead of the Helen Claire Harmon name that I've been using for the last year. So the podcast is doing really well for a small kind of niche podcast. It's really growing we have somewhere around 4,000 downloads in the past year, and I've heard wonderful feedback that I really appreciate from some of you who have really enjoyed some of the episodes. Of course, they all continue to be available on the major podcast players and also can be streamed from my website at humansandearth.com. So... A number of people who follow my work found it in 2014 and 2015 when I created the Healing Earth, Healing Self Telesummit. And after that time, I had a series of interesting uh, and sometimes kind of dramatic health and household challenges that required me to step away from that work. They were very transformational, and I will almost certainly share about them eventually. But in the summer of 2020, when I reopened my online offerings as the School for Humans and Earth, which is a name I continue to love and feel like exactly represents what it is I'm trying to do, I let my audience know at that time through my newsletter that I had chosen to do my public work using the name Helen Claire Harmon to differentiate my work with the School for Humans and Earth from my job in higher education. What I've noticed in the last year is that I haven't come to feel fully like Helen. It is a family name, so it is very special to me. And honestly, I'm kind of grieving letting it go um, the name is, is very special to me, and uh, it shows up on both sides of my lineage and belonged to two family members, one in particular with whom I was very close. 
Additionally, my given name, Shara, carries the endless awkwardness of being very frequently mispronounced. But the bigger issue is that I'm seeing that my effort to hide my spiritually oriented work for Earth from my conventional life as a college professor ultimately is not feeling like the best choice. And as I grow the School for Humans and Earth, I have some wonderful opportunities to grow the school's endeavors and its uh, access and audience in the next several months. As I grow the school, it is really feeling unwieldy to try to live my life as both Shara and Helen with social media accounts for both names, etc. So I am definitely taking a risk in becoming fully transparent about my work. Uh, in academia, of course, there are people with all kinds of perspectives, but um, to be fully open about my work with the School for Humans and Earth uh, certainly is a little bit risky and somewhat vulnerable. But I have decided as the school grows and as my commitment to it intensifies, I've decided to side with authenticity and wholeness and do all of my work as Shara Arman, which is my legal and lifelong name. So in case you're wondering, as you're hearing me say, my first name is pronounced similarly to Charlotte with an SH sound. The name comes from a star. Shara is a constellation it's a star, excuse me, in the constellation Canis Venatisi, and it's the Greek word for joy, although it's pronounced differently in Greek than the pronunciation my parents chose. This decision was very unexpected, and I made it rather suddenly last week for a number of reasons. It is leaving me feeling kind of naked and vulnerable, but also free and empowered and able to go forward in my work with a kind of wholeness that I have not given myself permission to enjoy until this time. As many of you can probably relate to, if you are a spiritual and holistically inclined person who is working in the so-called conventional world, it is possible to feel somewhat divided, closeted maybe, and scared of being found out. But if there is one thing that I believe very strongly right now, it is that we are in a time when everyone needs to live their truth, their deep inner heart truth. People's inner authenticity is truly a key to repairing life on planet Earth. Also, many thought leaders with both conventional and alternative or holistic authority have paved the way here. And their example has certainly encouraged me. I'm going to name just a few of them in case you, like me, have experienced any kind of questioning or struggle related to having a possible conventional identity or commitments and more holistic or spiritual or alternative identity and commitments. So I think of thought leaders such as Martha Beck, Mark Beckoff, Lissa Rankin, Robin Wall Kimmerer, David Nickel, and 
also many of the speakers featured in the last year on the Humans on Earth podcast, including Stefan Harding, Anita Sanchez, Bill Plotkin, and Kara Gubbins. All of these people are people with high-level conventional training who initially had conventional careers and transitioned their work publicly in more holistic directions, making a very large contribution as they did so. And if you're interested in seeing that list of names because perhaps you want to follow some of their work, just go to humansonearth.com and check out my current newsletter where I have all of these names um, listed. What is really amazing now and I think worthy of celebration is that many conventional scholarly and medical approaches are validating the so-called alternative or holistic approaches. Just to give two tiny examples, well, they're not tiny, but just to give two examples, we now have medical studies confirming the value of acupuncture and scholarly articles discussing humans' ability to directly communicate with animals. What is important about that to me is that we are clearly in a time of bringing the divided conversations back together. So I am giving myself full permission to both have an Ivy League PhD and be a published scholar and excellent college professor and talk with plants and other beings, facilitate transformation for clients with flower essences and serve as a thought leader for the process of co-creating regeneration for all life on earth. What's coming from the School for Humans and Earth in the next few months are more e-courses and podcast episodes, the possibilities of some interesting exposure in news media this fall and winter, and a really exciting online conference in early 2022 on how to co-create the healed, regenerated world we want to live in. If you want to be informed about that conference when it goes live in the winter of 2022, it's either going to be February or March of 2022, make sure you're on my newsletter list at humansandearth.com. I am curating a really exciting array of speakers who will be talking about new earth spirituality and perspectives and practical actions that you can take to help us heal this planet and enhance the well-being of humans and all species. So if you're in alignment with those offerings, I hope you're on my newsletter list at humansandearth.com. I hope you'll keep listening to the podcast and participate in the school's work where you feel called. I would love for you to share the work of the School for Humans and Earth with friends, family, and colleagues. My commitment to you is to bring my whole self to advocating for beliefs and actions that can regenerate our world. My commitment to myself is to no longer closet any of my aspects, but to offer my work for humans and earth with full transparency and increasing trust in my sense of mission and a knowing of the great validity of working at this time on behalf of regenerating people and planet for the well-being of all life on Earth. To celebrate this transition I am making from Helen back to Shara, I'm putting my mentoring services on sale 
for 33% off the regular price for anyone who schedules in the next two weeks. So if you go to humansandearth.com forward slash mentoring, you can use the code humansandearth12. That's all caps, humansandearth12. If you'd like a major discount on a mentoring session with me to support you in discerning and developing your own contribution to regeneration for people and planet. It would be my honor to support you. Thank you for listening to this short update episode. If you follow me on social media, you'll see the social media uh, name transitions occurring over the next few weeks. My website at humansandearth.com is already updated with my real name, Shara. And I so much appreciate your support for the podcast. It has been a labor of love in the past year. I am thrilled to have brought so many high-level, heart-centered, inspired, and inspiring guests onto the podcast. And I will be continuing to do that as well as offering my own insights. And thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening to Humans and Earth. Please share this episode to broaden engagement in the regeneration our world needs. You'll find social media links in the show notes. To explore our other offerings, visit www.humansandearth.com. read Humans and Earth's ebook on informed optimism? It's called A Guide to Informed Optimism, Things to Know and Explore to Feel Hopeful About the Human Future with Earth. It's time to be aware that although our problems are serious, healing solutions are already in place. If you hear only the bad news, you might feel hopeless. But once you realize that all around the planet, people are changing the human presence from damaging to restorative, you can feel inspired instead. This is informed optimism, being alert to the need for Earth's restoration and becoming excited about how much progress we're already making while discovering how you can participate. Explore a guide to informed optimism things to know and explore to feel hopeful about the human future with Earth, to learn about eight global movements that are restoring the human-Earth relationship, regenerating Earth's systems, and creating jobs and well-being for people. Eight initiatives with the potential to create enormous healing for people and planet. Regenerative food production, renewable energy, renewable and regenerative manufacturing, regenerative land care, natural wellness approaches, communication with Earth's beings, and more. Informed optimism inquiry questions throughout the ebook help you consider how you feel as you learn about restorative solutions, how you would like to see them advance, and how you are attracted to participate. Find informed optimism at www.humansandearth.com slash courses. It's only $7.